Free agency has started, and it looks like the Chicago White Sox will be officially saying goodbye to Jose Abreu very soon. Uh, will the payroll be similar to last year, or will Jerry decide to slash things and operate like a small market team? And if the trade market is the most realistic avenue for the White Sox to improve in 2023, could Lucas Giolito really be dealt? You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Socks. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Uh, Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. It's been an amazing White Sox career, and it was not supposed to end this way, but Jose Abreu is most likely saying goodbye. If the White Sox are in the business of trading players to try and get better, what core players could be gone? And despite the temptation of hope, don't expect Jerry Reinsdorf to spend big this offseason. Free agency has begun uh, due to several factors, I'm sure. Uh, don't expect the White Sox to be active uh, this offseason. The Sox have made some moves over the last few years in the month of November. Uh, go back last year on November 30th, uh, two moves. Uh, Lurie Garcia uh, was signed for three years, $16.5 million. Uh, and Kendall Graveman on the same day, three years, $24 million. Uh, go back a couple years, November 22nd, 2019, uh, Bray, you signed that three-year, $50 million contract that is now coming to a close. Uh, and Yasmani Grandal on November 21st, 2019, signed that big four-year, uh, $74 million contract, richest in White Sox history. Uh, so what? where are these big free agents going to land? We've talked about Aaron Judge quite a bit, as, as everybody's wondering uh, where he's going to go. Uh, Jim Bowden had an article in The Athletic. I don't know if you saw this. Maybe you did. Had a good laugh about it. Uh, it was entitled Aaron Judge Free Agency Sweepstakes, raking uh, the five teams most likely to sign him, uh, Yankees, Dodgers, Mets, Giants, and White Sox. Uh, Bowden put White Sox in the fifth spot. Wow, uh, this is what he had to say from the article. I will never count out Reinsdorf for making a big splash with any of his teams at any time. The White Sox are expected to let first baseman Jose Abreu walk in free agency and plan to move Andrew Vaughn to first base and open the designated hitter spot at least part of the time for Aloy Jimenez. 
They do have top prospect Oscar Colas, uh, who profiles as their future right fielder on the way, but he could move to left field to make room for Judge. The White Sox will need to improve their defense and replace Abreu's offense, and they could use Judge's leadership by example and work ethic in their clubhouse. In 1996, 26 years ago, Reinsdorf made perhaps his biggest free agent splash when he signed Albert Bell to what was then the richest contract in baseball history, a five-year, $55 million deal. Can history repeat itself in the White Sox shock the baseball world by inking Judge? I doubt it. And there are hints they won't be in on top free agents, but I would never bet against the White Sox owner if he decides he wants to go down this lane. Uh, so uh, Bowden's uh, link in the article to the hints that the White Sox will not be in on top free agents takes you to an article by uh, the Athletics' James Feagan. And Feagan's uh, article uh, was entitled, The White Sox Will Try to Engineer an Immediate Turnaround Without Big Additions Expected. So over the last few days, we have heard the White Sox will have a comparable payroll to 2022, and other reports have said that Jerry will slash payroll. Now, this is what Feagan had said uh, in his article. Uh, the current Fangraphs estimate for the 2023 Sox payroll is 173 million, and while that could be knocked down a few million by some non-tenders, uh, and is an imperfect replication of the team's internal numbers, it would make top-level free agent signings unlikely and be a consideration in what sorts of trades they can execute. If there's one thing the White Sox are not touting about themselves this offseason, it's their payroll flexibility. Uh, and here is Rick Hahn from that article, quote, uh, we're in the position we placed ourselves in contractually with some of our commitments. Uh, we made these commitments because we believe in the talent we committed to. And part of the goals for next year is to get some of the guys who underperform to get back to accustomed levels. Big part of our improvement will come from that area, we hope. I don't think there's anyone in the room who's pounding the table for let's stand pat, run it back with these guys. Even last year, opening day, when we were projected to win the division and some people projected us to go deeper than that, we knew there were areas we could solidify and get better. We certainly believe that things evening out will be in our favor next year in terms of guys getting closer to their traditional levels of health and playing and performance, but we still know we've got work to do, end quote. Uh, does that uh, give you a lot of comfort and confidence? Uh, it doesn't for me. Uh, the White Sox are still very much in this competitive window. Uh, impressive talent, but are missing some key pieces. Uh, there has not been a big splash move by the White Sox, a $100 million-plus contract on an impactful player uh, since they started to tear things down almost six years ago. This is why White Sox fans are so desperate to see new ownership. Since the fall of 2016, the White Sox have won two playoff games and one division title. I'm going to tell you why the signs point to the Sox taking steps backwards. More on that in a moment.
Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're also the the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. A bet online where the game starts. So Mark uh, Feinsand of the uh, of MLB.com uh, had an article out, uh, read through that, as I'm sure you might have seen this. Uh, best trade chip for every MLB team. Uh, went right to the, the, the White Sox and uh, fine stand uh, highlighted Lucas Giolito. And this is what he wrote in that article on Lucas Giolito and why that would be a good situation. Uh, it's quite possible that the White Sox try to extend Giolito, who earned uh, $7.45 million in 2022 and is entering his final year of arbitration before becoming a free agent next winter. The right-hander had a subpar season by his standards, but his track record since 2017 would be more than enough for a team to roll the dice on him for one season. I've heard that quite a bit. I've heard, uh, you know, Lucas Giolito talked about. I, I I don't see that happening. Anything's possible, right? I just I don't see that happening. Hendricks. You know, if if they're trading somebody, maybe Liam Hendricks, it would free up a ton of money. Uh, if the Sox are interested in big league for big league club type trades. Uh, honestly, though, look, I can't believe uh, we're having these types of conversations. Uh, this was not part of the plan. One division title, two playoff wins, and we're now talking about taking drastic steps backwards, trading uh, from the core and uh, our pitching staff, our starting staff. Uh, so just let me get this straight. And I'm sure you've had these conversations with yourself, other Sox fans. Uh, after an exhaustive managerial search, the White Sox bring in a first-time manager from the Kansas City Royals organization to hopefully help players learn or relearn the language of analytics while also recorrecting all of the other wrongs that have occurred over the last few years, like hustle, passion. Griffal will be without one of the most prolific hitters in recent Sox history, Jose Abreu, and should not expect the payroll to increase despite the fact that there are several critical holes to fill on a team that, again, is in their competitive window and plays baseball in a major market. Uh, this is from uh, Rick Hahn recently. Quote, we're in the position we placed ourselves in contractually with some of our commitments. End quote. Yeah, Rick Hahn was able to tear things down and sell off assets, stockpile talent, so to speak. Uh, so what, what he did with that money, it just didn't go well. The stuff that was supposed to be earmarked maybe for Manny Machado or Bryce Harper that's coming now back to haunt the organization. Shopping in the dollar bin uh, might save you initially, but it will bring you back to the bin that much sooner. Again, I repeat, since 2016, one division title, two playoff wins. Jose Abreu is a White Sox legend. 
I'm going to tell you why his career on the South side should never be forgotten. More on that in a moment. With free agency starting, and uh, if all the speculation is true, Jose Abreu uh, will be wearing a different uniform in 2023. Uh, It will absolutely sting if it's with the Cubs and and he helps them turn things around, especially if they spend uh, money the way they can this offseason. No matter where Jose Abreu goes, it will hurt. Uh, Maybe you feel this way too. Uh, I've been saying goodbye to Abreu for it feels like the last two months. Uh, I've been working through the stages of grieving, and I think I'm on acceptance. But the moment he signs with a different team, I'll probably shoot back to anger and will have to work my way through all of the steps all over again. Uh, Jose Abreu was in a different class. Uh, he wore the White Sox uniform well, and our experience as fans was better for having him in the organization, no question about that. Uh, he was a mentor, a leader, and a captain. Uh, he took over for Paul Canerco, which was no small undertaking. Uh, I was there for Jose Abreu's first game in a White Sox uniform, March 31st, Uh, 2014. The weather was uh, as you'd expect it, but Jose Abreu did not disappoint. Classic Abreu. Uh, He hit a double and went two for four with an RBI. You just knew uh, he was going to be something special, and he truly was. Uh, So many wonderful memories uh, followed over the years. Uh, So many awards racked up. Uh, Rookie of the Year in 2014, Uh, several Silver Slugger Awards, MVP in 2020. Uh, He was an Ironman for the Chicago White Sox during a time when injuries were rampant. Uh, He wanted to be a member of the White Sox. He was ready to sign himself years ago. Uh, This was his home, and it should have ended a different way. But Abreu did his part. He did everything he could to bring a championship to the South Side. Uh, He is a White Sox legend, and he will have his number 79 retired. And if there's any justice, uh, there will be a statue out on the concourse for future fans to recognize his greatness. Uh, I'm trying not to be sad that it's likely over, trying to be grateful that I got to witness Jose Abreu firsthand and can tell my son about his greatness. Thank you, Jose Abreu. And thank you, folks, very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere uh, you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. Uh, The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Coming up on the next episode, I'll continue to examine off-season White Sox scenarios. Maybe the Sox surprise us over the weekend and make a big splash. I doubt it, but I'm trying to stay hopeful. I'm trying to stay hopeful they spend a little bit of money to shore up some of those holes as this era of Pedro Grafol goes full steam ahead. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.